Hey everyone, this is Luke Humphrey with the Luke Humphrey Running Podcast, and uh, today we're going to do part two of our Running Your First Marathon series. We're going to do a second self-assessment, so let's just jump right into it. In part one, we talked about setting your baseline or a starting point, and this, this wasn't determined if you can run a marathon, but really to make sure you knew what you were getting yourself into it. And with all the hoopla out there about everyone telling you that in six minutes a day you'll maximize your fitness, it's important to separate marketing from truth. You hear all kinds of stuff out there. and uh, Some of it's okay and some of it's uh, going to lead to a not-so-happy finish. But deciding to take on a marathon is a serious decision, and knowing what's going to take and realistically how long it's going to take you is a big step in bridging the gap from where you are to the finish line. And that's where a lot of people struggle with me sometimes is the fact that I'll, I'm pretty honest with people and telling them, like, you know, realistically what to expect and, you know, I'm not a fan of running three days a week for a marathon or this and that and people call me all kinds of names, but um, if, if you're looking for that kind of program, I'm probably not the right person for you. So um, with that said, today is talk about taking another assessment. Again, this is not to determine if you can run a marathon, but it's rather to show you what your strengths and weaknesses might be as a runner. And this might be something that anybody can do. So if you're just brand new to running and you've no idea, really have no intention of running a marathon right now, or if you have struggled with some training and you've followed a few different philosophies and you've wondered why, this might be a good good test to take to kind of determine what some of the things from you might be um, a source of part of your struggles. It might seem trivial, but knowing, knowing this means to know what things we do in training will make you feel like you can either conquer the world and what might make you second guess your decision making. Now, you can't just put in the items of training that you enjoy, although some would argue with me, and I see that quite a bit with uh, self-made plans, but it can help us prepare for what we're not very good at much in a much better way. It will also help you keep the ship steady when things aren't feeling great. Understanding the difference between struggling with the workout that you weren't designed to handle very well and being overcooked are two tremendously different things because if you just struggled with the workout because you're a fast twitch person and we're doing a complete slow twitch type of workout or you know whatever the factor is knowing that's going to give you some comfort whereas if you're just struggling with every workout because you're overcooked and you've done too much of everything it's a big difference on top of that being able to see the progress in an area that you knew you'd be struggling with and you see yourself getting better with this over time is a great boost in confidence especially as you approach race day so in chapter one of Hansen's first marathon method, step up to 26.2, the Hansen way, we have a second quiz to take, and this one will take a look at what your starting strength and weaknesses are as a marathoner, or will be as a marathoner, especially right now. A lot of these questions will be for those who have been running for a little bit, but you can do the best you can. Think about exercises you've done in the past, sports you've played, things you like to do at the gym, those types of things. These will give you the sources to provide your best, best answer and score each question and tally your numbers. So first question, what type of training do you prefer? One, long tempo runs or longer intervals. Two, short and fast workouts, fartleks, hills, those types of things. So whichever you like, put a one or a two. What type of training do you adapt better to? One, longer work, tempo runs and long runs, things like that. Marathon pace and slower. Uh, everything in moderation. Three, and that would be number two, everything in moderation. Three, fast work, stuff like mile to 5K stuff on the track, anything like that. 
The third question, at which, which distances are you the strongest? Are you far better at longer distances than shorter distances? So is your marathon, if you looked at a race equivalency chart, does your marathon indicate that you'd be able to run a much faster 5K than you have, or is it the other way around? Uh, number two, good across the board, slightly better at longer distances. Three, good across the board, but slightly better at shorter distances. And four, far better at shorter distances. And so you might not really know on that one, uh, especially if you haven't run anything longer, but uh, just kind of do the best you can. Even think about if you've run, you know, 5Ks and 10Ks and maybe even a half marathon. So just do your best on that one. The fourth question, how do you typically approach a race? I tend to run pretty even throughout, and that's even pace, not even effort. Uh, two, I tend to go out harder and fade at the end. Or three, I have a great kick but struggle to keep up. So keep up, uh, struggle to keep up with a certain pace, but you can always find a little extra gear at the end and blow by some people. And the fifth question, what types of runs do you recover best from? Do you recover one, would you recover better from long runs, marathon specific runs, so like longer tempos, things like that. Two, you recover about the same for everything you do. And three, you recover much faster from track workouts than you do um, in short stuff than you do the longer stuff. Okay, so kind of keep track of that. You have to rewind, go back to that. Basically, you're scoring one, one or two on the first question, one, two, three on the second, one, two, three or in the third. I'm sorry, one, two, three, four on the third, the fourth, one, two, three, and the fifth, one, two, three. Okay, so now that you've scored and tallied your results, we can, you can see where your strengths lie. If you score under a 6, it means you're pretty much a prime marathon specimen. You're going to have a lot of slow twitch fiber. You're going to have you know, that kind of lean body type type of uh, build, stuff like that. You're going to be the prototypical marathoner from the way you look to the way um, you run. If you score between a 7 and 10, it would indicate that you are pretty solid across the board. You're pretty even across the board. And a score of 11 and above means that you're probably built more for speed. And what that does is it is just gives us an idea of where you're going to be better. If your score pretty low on this, you're going to handle a lot of the marathon stuff pretty, pretty well. But you might recover a little bit worse from when we do the speed type of workout. So it just gives you an idea. Okay so, okay, so now what? Having a score is great, and having a use for it is even better, and that's what I'm big on, is having practical applications to these types of things. How I would use this if I were coaching you is to put the right workouts in the right place, knowing, knowing what's going to be easier for you and what's going to be a struggle for you. For instance, say you really struggle recovering from long runs, what we can do is shift your schedule around to ensure that you have enough recovery between your long run and your next workout, especially if that next workout is a speed workout. Or if you love speed work, we will know that early pacing and longer tempos might cause a problem for you. Crashing, burning, and a few longer marathon-specific workouts isn't a great confidence booster, so we, what we know about ourselves to really focus on pacing. So we know that um, we might have to pull some tricks out, like we might have to break up a, a tempo run or make you set your GPS watch so that it just starts beeping if you're out of a pace range because um, that gets pretty annoying and might cause you 
it starts slowing down. And that's what I see a lot of times. But I'll also say early on, when tempo runs are, are pretty short, that you might be faster. But ideally, over time, those types of things start to even out because when you get a little, too, little bit more tired as the training goes on and it forces you to slow down on your marathon tempos. But where I see people struggle with is they start slowing down to what they're actually running but it's slower than what they were running during the shorter stuff, and they all get they get all panicked and they don't know what to do and they think they're getting out of shape. When the truth is, their body's just kind of catching up to where they're at and they're finally actually running the pace they should be running. So I always have to differentiate those types of things. We can still get the work we needed we need to get done out of the way, but how we do it might just look a little bit different. And so that knowing what your strengths and weaknesses might not seem like a big deal. But training for a marathon exploits a lot of our training weaknesses. Being, pre being prepared for that will help you be prepared for the distance. And hopefully that makes sense. So uh, especially what I can say is learning patience and a lot of this stuff. If you can learn that patience, to me that's almost more important than hitting the workout. Because if you can develop that patience in training, you're, de you're going to develop that patience on race day. And that's so key, especially in the marathon. Because if you go out and crash and burn, in a 5K, you might have to hurt for a mile. You could go out too hard in the marathon, you might be suffering for 45 minutes, an hour, maybe even longer, depending on where you're at. Uh, so keep those things in mind as we look at this. So um, a lot of this is just to kind of get you to start thinking about the training and thinking about, okay, what's really important. The workout itself might not be so important. It's being able to learn about yourself and learn about how you're going to handle that work and what's going to be what you just did, what you're doing now, and what you're going to do in a couple days. All those things tie together. And if I can get you to start thinking about that, you start reacting with training and how you approach your training a little bit different. So instead of just going through the motions of training, you're learning how to train. And to me, that's a, it's an invaluable experience because not only is it going to make this experience better, but it's going to allow you to run that first marathon and then maybe don't maybe say you're never going to run another one again. I've heard that plenty of times, but then a few weeks later you're you're going on and you're signing up for another one. But you've established that baseline of learning how to train to take with you the rest of your running career. So to me that's that's invaluable. So uh, that's it for today. A nice another uh, 10 minuter and uh, I think but I think that's a good a good test to take regardless of where you're at, but I think it establishes a lot of stuff about yourself that maybe you weren't really aware of. And then how you take that with you is really up to you. Um, but again, that, that quiz and a, a little bit further explanation of that quiz is in Hanson's First Marathon book. Uh, so if you go to uh, lukehumphreyrunning.com and go to the books, I have a little bundle set up with all three, the Hanson's Marathon Method, Half Marathon Method, and uh, Hanson's First Marathon. And if you use the code TRILOGY on that bundle, it'll save you a bunch of cash. You can get both all three books for about, I think, right around 45 bucks. So, um, but uh, nice little nice little deal for you. But as, any, as always, thanks for listening. That's it for today. And uh, I'll catch you next week. All right, see you guys.